instant noodle price hikes, getting fined in Thailand, Thai politics and Bangkok buckets. Find out more on today's Good Morning Thailand. Hello, I'm Jay. I am Maddie. Ladies and gentlemen. I actually had a lot of fun. Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. This show is brought to you by Andavanda Waterpark. We're going to start the show today with a quick fire round, starting with floods. Now there was heavy rain in Thailand yesterday. Several areas of Bangkok and Samutpakan have been flooded after six hours of continuous heavy rain last night, causing many cars to break down. And meanwhile, in Nontaburi, uh, there was also a billboard that collapsed on two houses in strong winds. Did any of you experience heavy rain? Yeah, yesterday on the way back, it um, was thunderous. It was crazy rain. Everything was, was white from right. the window. Yeah. Mm. Thunderous indeed. Moving on to our next uh, quick update. It's regarding public buses. Now, the BMTA plans to get about 3,200 electric buses, and they want to stop using their fossil-fueled buses, which is great because they create a lot of pollution. Mm -hmm. And the plan is part of BMTA's uh, revised business rehabilitation plan, and it will take about the next three years to replace those buses. They will also review their plan to hire a company to repaint 323 older buses to give it a fresh new look. Mm, nice. But old engine still? Okay. That's right. Everything's the same. Bangkok Except revamp. the color. Yeah. In this new segment, I like to call Donde Estas Los Drogas, or Where Are the Drugs? Malaysia is actually eyeing Thailand's Mary Jane policy. Ooh. That's right. Public Health Minister, everyone's favorite, Kun Anutin Chan Virgun, has come out and said that his counterpart in Malaysia, the Malaysian Health Minister, has said that, hey, we kind of like your Mary Jane policy, mm. and uh, I, we think that we might also have our own Mary Jane policy in Malaysia for medicinal purposes. That's, Maybe Malaysia will learn from the mistakes of Thailand. That's the key word. No, but that's so ironic because just not so long ago, we were talking about how Malaysian were so strict with were this We're so law. strict with it, like even if they don't possess it, mm -hmm. but even if it's in your system, they would like, no, you you coming with us to jail. Yeah. Yeah, anyhow. Well, Jamaluddin, who is the public health minister of Malaysia, he's expressed his interest in studying Thailand's uh, Mary Jane policy. And they met during the 75th World Health Assembly, where all the health ministers meet and have a great old time talking about health. I'm nice. guessing. What else would you do in that assembly? It's relevant only if you're a health minister. Moving on to shrooms, everyone's favorite shrooms. Ooh. Thailand, this is actually a good story out of it. Thailand wants to use shrooms and their benefits to help the depressed people in Thailand. Now, the, Thailand, uh, the Thai Narcotics Control Board announced yesterday that it will develop medicine from hallucinogenic magic mushrooms to help cure the nation's depressed citizens. Now, it actually does have a lot of health benefits. You know, people often associate shrooms. You know, here you have shrooms, you start hallucinating, go out in the wilderness and find yourself. But uh, the Category 5 narcotic in Thailand uh, is actually good, uh, not only for enjoying a nice trip, to somewhere else, but also it helps headaches, anxiety, anorexia, obsessive compulsive disorder, and various forms of substance abuse. Mm. So Thailand's studying into that. So That's it's a proposal, news. right? Yeah, it's, it is a proposal, and let's hope if it does come into plan, they plan it properly with uh, proper regulations. And lastly, the story regarding a Thai doctor. This is all around social media. A Thai doctor actually slapped a three-year-old for swearing. Oh, I actually what? saw this yesterday right. and I was surprised. Like, uh, yeah. he has issues, clearly. They also refused to treat him. Now, what happened was, um, you know, let's say a, mo a mother and dad uh, took their three-year-old to this uh, 
hospital. I believe it was in... Quick, someone fill in. It's in the provinces. It was okay. in one of the provinces. Yes. Very well done. Um, I shall find out that for you. But anyways, what happened was um, the child was taken in, uh, you know, he was with the doctor and apparently he said the F word. Now, the parents claim that he didn't even call the doctor the F word. He just said the F word. Uh, to a toy. Was to the, a toy, I believe. Yes. Story. And uh, the doctor took matters into his own hand and slapped the kid and then refused to treat him. What? I didn't know it was possible for a doctor to refuse treatment of a three-year-old for saying a swear word, uh, let alone the whole uh, justifying disciplining someone else's child. Uh, so that was a story in itself, and it's going quite crazy online. People have their different opinions on it. Initial thoughts? I think the doctor is the one who needs treatment at this point okay. up here. Yeah. Well, the family filed a police complaint because they were like, why are you assaulting our three-year-old for swearing yeah. even if it was made by you know made yeah, by mistake like yeah. the family claimed that yes the, the child was playing with a toy he hit himself on the head with the toy and he said the f word mm. the doctor claims that no the child actually said f you doctor two because that's oh. his name so the doctor's name was two i was like was it f really you, doctor two and i was like <laughs> how does the kid know the yeah. doctor's name uh -huh. He's three years old. Anyways, who knows? They'll probably do an investigation. Now, the doctor said he's going to go and re uh, sorry, apologize to the family. We'll mm -hmm. still have to wait and see what happens. And that was your quick fire round, ladies and gentlemen. Very quick, quick update. <laughs> Actually, it's really nice. It's like I'm up to date with all the news in Thailand right, all right. now. Finish, Pactro. Yeah, bye. No, okay, no. kidding. <laughs> we do have uh, some more topics that we're going to be discussing mm -hmm. uh, in depth uh, that perhaps require more attention yeah. let's start with political parties being killed let's go into thai politics for a moment sorry you've got more yes so yesterday uh an election bill designed to benefit small political parties with a better chance of winning party list MP seats in the next general election, which is supposed to happen next year, was effectively killed yesterday morning after the parliament failed to muster a quorum for a vote on it. So the special joint parliamentary session of MPs and members of the Senate was called by the parliament president Chuan Li Pai as a lot a last attempt to save the bill. The session waited for around 90 minutes to achieve the quorum, but eventually only 349 of the parliamentarians were present. The session would need 365 members for the quorum. So the senators who were largely absent from the session, while only a handful of MPs of the ruling Palang Prasharat Party, which is the government party, were present. Um, a lot of absence by the Thai Party, which is the main opposition party which had made it clear that their its opposition to the bill which was designed to favor small political parties in calculating party list MPs so yesterday was actually the deadline it was 180 day deadline for the bill to be adopted by the parliament with the bill now practically dead the parliament will have to go back to the original version of the bill submitted by the cabinet earlier it uses a different method of calculation that would limit the chance of small parties in winning party list MP so to explain a little bit more here the original version which is sponsored by the cabinet and drafted by the election commission proposed the use of 100 seats in the calculation so in the next general election which is believed as I mentioned 
end is next year, but not really sure which month yet. The total number of votes each party gets will be divided by the number 100 or 500 to determine the number of party list seats each will get. So the figure 100 derives from the total number of party list MPs, while 500 includes all of the constituency MPs as well. So small parties obviously uh, prefer the use of 500 as it would be easier for them to win a list seat using a larger number as a divisor. So who is affected by this? In long term, who is benefiting actually would be the Puatai Party, which stands to benefit if the calculative method is killed. And the immediate implications, however, may have to do with the future of the government coalition, because now the current government is made up from small parties as well. So it remains to be seen what will happen. It seems like there is some drama behind the scenes, behind the curtain. So we will keep you up to date on this. So that was a quick update about Thai politics. Was that quick? I mean, <laughs> I had to explain. Otherwise, you Fair know, enough. there's no background to it. Fair and, enough. you know, Fair it'll enough. be confusing. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, girls, I actually had, uh, I was very fortunate to meet a very young, strong female entrepreneur oh, or entrepreneur oh. in general. She just happened to be a female. But um, I'm talking about Alekia. Now, uh, I recently did an interview with Alekia, and, uh, and uh, she's a young entrepreneur who at the age of 15 started her own basketball league in Thailand, oh, which, which, is, which is pretty great because, I mean, basketball in general is not a very prominent sport here, and therefore it doesn't get as much love as yeah. maybe Muay Thai or even football, mm -hmm. soccer in brackets. Um, but yeah, she single-handedly started her own basketball league because she was 15. Wow. She had dreams to basically, uh, you know, follow, uh, follow basketball as a career maybe and uh, learn it and do it in college. But there were no options. There was no facilities. There was no infrastructure. So she decided to just build it all herself. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, in Ti at Tiger here, we're going to be introducing to you to a lot more entrepreneurs and inspiring people. And uh, starting with this very young uh, entrepreneur, introducing Alekia and introducing Bangkok Buckets. Tell me a little bit more about Bangkok Buckets. So at the age of 15, I had call, uh, aspirations to play collegiate level basketball. Okay. And this was soon uh, barricaded by the little and lack of exposure here in Thailand, mm -hmm. where um, basketball players in Thailand aren't seen on a global scale. So their talents aren't displayed there. So I started Bangkok Buckets with uh, a vision to promote uh, local basketball players here, giving them a opportunity to be displayed on a show and showcased on Instagram and YouTube where collegiate coaches could see their talents. So I would personally go film, curate one minute highlight videotapes of these, uh, the best basketball players in Thailand. And once I edited these videos, I would upload it um, on a platform, which is my Instagram, where collegiate coaches could see and eventually recruit these individuals. Let's go back in time. There's a 15-year-old girl who wants to start her own league of basketball. Yeah. Um, what were some of the challenges that you faced? The challenges I faced were definitely with gaining a following. I yeah. think um, I was in over my head. I thought yeah. in the first couple months, I would definitely reach a 1,000 followers. But going into it two years along the line, it was still not at that. I hadn't reached that amount yet. And uh, when I started the league, especially when I turned 18, I think... The challenges were really just getting people to join. People don't want to join a league that is run by an 18-year-old because of yeah. the lack of experience yeah. and 
yeah, I, I guess it was a lot to do with my age and just balancing being a student and also being a child and then also being an athlete at the same time. I just sat down one day um, and in 24 hours, I'd reached out to venues and referees and just a bunch of players as well who I'd um, kept contact with. And I told them I wanted to launch this league and they told me, okay, we'll try and find sponsors for you and bring our own sponsors in. And I was, I also went in with the impression that sponsors would come, but mm-hmm. as mentioned earlier, as an 18 year old entrepreneur, nobody really wants to give their money yeah. to an 18 year old and say, okay, here, mm-hmm. I trust you. And also I'd never done a league before. So yeah. did you ever expect there to be, you know, uh, so such success? I think of it uh, definitely as success because at first you had no idea what you're doing, you know, you, but you, all you have is a dream and a passion behind playing basketball, making it uh, into, uh, you know, into the future, into this. And fast forward a couple of years after struggling, you've got all these people joining, these teams joining, these sponsors who want to be a part of you. You get, you know, scouts and, and, and different people from even America commending you on your achievements and, and saying like, hey, we, I, I, we like what you've done here. Did you ever expect it to reach this level? No, not at all. I think um, I'm so grateful for like all the support I've received in the past couple of months and definitely over the time, the past three years. But I definitely couldn't have done this without the support of my parents, my family, coaches and mentors. Um, there are so many people, like a, a list to name. Yeah. People believing in me, that's, that is just the best feeling that I've reached today, that I've been able to accomplish all of this with the people I love by my side. Let, let me ask you, what's next for Bangkok Buckets and what's next for Alekia? So um, this coming fall, I will be attending NYU um, to study sports management. And, Good university. <laughs> and hopefully minor in physiotherapy. Okay. Um, as for Bangkok Buckets, I believe basketball, and I'm, I'm confident that basketball will be in my life no matter mm-hmm. where I go and what I do. Sure. Um, I plan on continuing Bangkok Buckets in New York uh, and filming the local players there. <laughs> However, I have been in contact with a bunch of videographers here and students here who plan to help me and um, keep filming the ba- the Bangkok, Bangkok Buckets, Thailand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the players in Thailand and yeah. post that on a global scale. And my mission will always be the same to create positive change mm-hmm. and um, provide an opportunity for local Thai athletes to reach coll- their collegiate ju- dreams yeah. of playing basketball. Well, Alekia, all I'd like to say is like on, on behalf of the Tiger, we're on a new movement to introduce our viewers uh young entrepreneurs and just you know business experts and talent in general who are making a difference you are by far the youngest entrepreneur we've ever had <laughs> Thank you. on the tiger and uh, i think what bangkok buckets is uh doing is absolutely great because you're right thailand does not have the infrastructure the experts to support young athletes and uh young kids who have a dream to make it, especially in basketball. You know, it's not the dominant favorite sport here, but here you are making a difference. And uh, we'd like to wish you all the best in your, you. uh, in, in, in your bright future ahead in, uh, you know, your sports management degree. And we hope to hear more from you. Bangkok Buckets, Thailand, Bangkok Buckets, New York. <laughs> we hope you make it big and all the best to you in your future. Thank you for joining us. Thank today. you so much for having me. And uh, it was really, uh, it's really been a great opportunity to be on your show today. You're very welcome. Thank you. And that was Alekia. What an inspiration. Yeah. God, what was I? Yeah, what was I doing at 18? 
I don't even know what I'm doing now, <laughs> let alone That's 18. Fair. That's fair. Alekia making a difference. Setting up for herself. Yeah, so she's she is 18 years old. She's going to be going to university very soon. But she started this league when she was 15. And now, you know, they, they've got sponsorships. They've got a lot of people joining in of different ages. I believe the youngest is they, they accept a 17 and they've got their oldest player is 40. But they're at a very high level. It's not just, oh, I play basketball for fun. Mm. The, the serious... It's a community, they, and, and you know, uh, a lot of the students uh, or people involved in there have dreams to make it big, and one girl made it all happen. Kudos so Kudos to her. Yeah, great opportunity, great uh, chance to meet such an inspiring young adult, and uh, yeah, once again, we wish her the best. All right, mm. we're going to take a quick break. Once we come back from the break, we're going to be discussing about instant noodles as well as... Um, We've got a story regarding the real owner of the Mountain Bee, the Mountain Bee Club that was on fire. Um, so we'll be back right after this. Welcome back. This show is brought to you by Andamanda Waterpark. Girls, I don't know what more I can say about Andamanda Waterpark. Have I convinced you to travel to Phuket just for the waterpark yet? Yes. Most definitely. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> we should go together. It'll yeah. be fun. <laughs> yeah, it would be fun. N next Tiger Meetup, Andamanda Waterpark. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's, that be fun. That's going to be a fun time. It yeah, would be sure. I think a lot of the viewers would join. They'd fly into Thailand just for that. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in Phuket, consider visiting Andamanda Water Park by yourself, with your partner. Let or, us know. Yeah, or even your family, and you can have a great time there. All right. Uh, I'd also like to thank Peter Brobin and Billy Cost, because guess what? The Tiger Legends. Thank you very thank much you. for supporting the channel. We appreciate you. Thank you for the support. All right. Court issues an arrest warrant for the real owner of Mountain Bee. Little back information, Mountain Bee is a club that was on fire. And, uh, on August 5th. Yeah, news that's been dominating Thai media for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, can I please have some more information regarding the real owner? Uh, yeah, so the Pattaya Provincial Court yesterday issued an arrest warrant for Sia Bees, the original owner mm -hmm. of the club, father. So, the police investigation reveals that CFB's father used his son's name to open the venue. Uh, CFB's father is 55 years old and is wanted on suspicion of two counts, carelessness causing death and opening an entertainment venue without a license. CFB was arrested under the same charges and later released on bail for 300,000 baht. A week ago. So far, the police have not provided any information or evidence about how the father came to be the suspected real owner of Mountain Bee, which was illegally operating as a nightclub but registered as a restaurant. The entertainment venue did not have a license or fire insurance. Uh, the police have also not said whether the charges against CIB will be dropped. Um, we will keep you up to date so you can follow the updates on the Tiger News website for this. And a little bit more information here. So representatives of the injured and the dead from the Mountain Bee pub. So as of right now, there's already 19 people who have passed away from this incident, which is very sad. Uh, lodged a complaint with the Crime Suppression Division police yesterday to get them to take over 
over the investigation from the local police, saying that they don't trust the local police work. Uh, the group has sought help from a, another celebrity lawyer who is well known to help underdogs and the underprivileged. And he said that he has some evidence about the deadly fire and would like to give the evidence to the CSD instead of the local police. Okay. And the father of the 19th victim who passed away yesterday, condolences, uh, said that he wants a clear-cut answer from the pub's owner about the compensation that his family will receive following the death of his daughter. Because as of right now, they only receive 30,000 baht. Mm. And that is not sufficient to cover the expenses. Um, as I've mentioned earlier, as of right now, uh, 19 people have passed away as a direct result of the fire and this is one of the worst since 2009 the Santika pub during New Year and a number of the injured are still on life support in hospitals so we will keep you up to date about the ongoing story about this it seems like there is so many mysteries yeah. and layers than we think and it has unfortunately the the death toll keeps going up. I know. Uh, I believe the 18th victim was a 17-year-old. Exactly. Mm. I mean, so many yeah. questions on that as well. Mm. So it's a very, yeah. very sad incident, and hopefully, we will come to a conclusion to that soon. Sure. And I find it a little bit sad in a way that we're so heavily reliant on social media. Like mm -hmm. they had to hire a celebrity lawyer to look into it exactly. because if they don't use somebody who's well known or they don't want to follow that person, maybe this case might like just dwindle out, you know, and, like fade yeah. away yeah. in the background like and, it usually does. Yes. And yeah, you're right. That's what happens because the owner is uh, quite wealthy yeah. and with a lot of wealth, you can like do a lot of things in the province as well that is why they don't want the local police to be involved anymore mm -hmm. right. once again we'll keep you up to date with all the latest information on the tiger.com let's now uh, move on and talk about some more general topics that are going around in Bangkok let's start with instant noodles they're seeking a price hike which is horrible and it's not uh, the first time they've yeah. been asking this two or three times already and they received a big no from the government yeah mm -hmm. Natty, can you please tell me more yes yeah, so the manufacturers of the five largest instant noodle brands i think some of you might know them they're mama yy yum yum nissin and susat for the first time in half century of the estab of what am i saying for the first time in their half century of the establishment have joined forces to call on the commerce ministry to allow them to raise their prices in line with soaring production costs within a week now today the five instant noodle producers will be submitting a letter to the internal trade department to ask permission to increase the price of their instant noodles from six baht per pack to eight baht so that's only a two baht difference now each manufacturer earlier individually sought to raise prices since the middle of last year but they were declined now they they said that the prices of palm oil were skyrocketing by three times to 60 baht per kilogram, while those of wheat increased by 20 to 30 percent year on year, not to mention prices of other agricultural products such as garlic and chili also has increased by 8 to 35 percent, while the prices of other raw materials such as packaging and plastic also increased by 12 to 15 percent. Now, in case you're wondering, why, the, why don't these companies just increase their prices? Why do you yeah. have to ask for permission? Well, that's because Fortunate or unfortunately, instant noodles have been kept under the Commerce Ministry's price control list. Basically, they're classified as essential commodities for yeah. the people. So they want to keep the prices low. 
And like Sarah said earlier, in the past, the prices of instant noodles had only been allowed to adjust two times. So first was back 25 years ago in 1997, and that was from 4.5 baht to 5 baht. Mm -hmm. And then the most recently, and that was 14 years ago, it was increased from 5 baht to 6 baht. So a very small adjustment yeah. for like a 10 year period. Yeah. Uh, and they said that the increase in raw materials cost has brought about a heavy loss to instant noodle manufacturers, forcing some major brands to shift their focus to expanding into other countries where they're allowed to adjust the prices of their products in line with higher operating costs. So now they're thinking like, look, if we can't, uh, rise the price in Thailand because we're suffering mm. financially, then we're going to just export the goods outside. Makes sense. It makes sense, yeah. but then now it's really bad for Thai people because we're getting the short end of the deal. Exactly. Because in order to keep the prices low, they're going to have to really reduce the costs of the production costs, mm -hmm. including the raw materials. Material. So that means that the quality of oil, the quality of, mm. of food in general is decreasing. And it's already it. instant noodles. Yeah, and it's that already lead to a shortage yeah. of mama. Could be, because mm. yeah, the one thing they, the country can't control is that you're right, they could even reduce the amount of exactly. instant noodles. Now, disregarding the fact that instant noodles aren't necessarily the best food uh, mm. in regards to health and uh, nutrients, uh, a lot of people heavily rely on Especially instant noodles. Especially local people. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's not the point of health now a lot of people need to survive and they'll uh, eat instant the noodles thing is you can that. make many dishes from it yes it can be like fried noodles that's right yum yeah, you know, exactly. they use the instant noodles and then put vegetables and stuff exactly. in it. It, it it's like rice exactly and some people them. some people can't buy the rice so they buy instant noodles it's a lot cheaper an eight baht i think is reasonable mm. for for the situation right now mm -hmm. so I don't know. I think the government needs to rethink about this. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're going to increase the, I don't know, they're, they're looking into increasing the minimum wage, right? Exactly. Then these people are also using people in their labor to do minimum exactly. wages. Like, they also need it. There's a lot of price increase from their end as well. Mm. All right. Um, for now, we're going to take a quick break. Once we come back from the break, we'll be addressing a poll we did yesterday, as well as your comments and feedback members. So we'll be back right after this conversation and have your voice heard. Discuss the issues, share information and get information. Tiger Talk is where you keep in touch with everything Thailand. Go to thetiger.com forward slash talk. Welcome back. It's now time to address a poll we did yesterday. Now we asked everyone, what do you love most about Thailand? Fairly simple question, a lot of answers. However, a lot of people complained, you didn't put this. We can't put 20 choices. Unfortunately, we can only put five. And we decided with uh, these choices. Now, what do you love most about Thailand? 43% and the, the winner by a majority is friendliness of local people. I was actually really surprised. Why are Why? you surprised? Friendliness of local people. We're known as the land Not of really smile. They're, they're no, friendly though. Absolutely. Thai people are the loveliest people I've ever met in my entire life. More, way more friendlier than Indians. That's a fact. Um, but, but I just thought that, I just thought that wouldn't be the number one. You know. See the other options you have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, number two, twenty-one percent nightlife and entertainment. Uh, 
Okay. Number three, 16%, authentic Thai cuisine. Yeah, I thought this would be number one. That's what I thought. That's, the, okay, that, that, that's my point. That's my point. 14% affordable accommodation. And number seven, and 7% said cultural and historical diversity. That one, I'm not, I, I'm no, not surprised that that was in last place. But yes, I, I value, maybe because I've lived here for, you know, 20 years or whatever. I can, I'm basically Thai, even though I'm not. Um, friendliness of local people, yeah, but Thai cuisine... You know, the freedom that you have in Thailand to just go and buy alcohol you're in 7-Eleven. You're taking our kindness for granted. Time. Maybe I am. Yeah. Maybe I am. You're like, ah, oh, your kindness. That's that's nice. But wow, this mooping is really good. What do you guys think? On what? On like friendliness of local people? Yeah. Or I feel just like all of city choices, people, really. like let's say in Bangkok, they yeah. would less friendly. And mm. this is like everywhere yeah. in big cities. Yeah. But in smaller cities, like you know let's yeah. say nan or other places like that people are very friendly and very nice even to local people like to another thai yeah. they're very nice so imagine to another foreigner it's just yeah. and a lot of southern that. locals and uh, northern locals don't like these bangkok people hey excuse me because <laughs> excuse because me. they're too rude and they they're don't rude. smile enough yeah, no, that, yeah, that's yeah. a real yeah, thing this is okay. this is yeah. true they you, think like city yeah. people are city. not as friendly. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So even amongst Thais, you know, when most people, if they come to Bangkok, they'd be like, they'd have one perception of the people. Like snobby. But yeah, if you, you're right. If you go to Nan or if you do go to like, you know, Smaller Phuket, that's island on Thailand. <laughs> oh. You know, you go to Chiang Mai or Chiang Rai. Yeah. People are lovely. Very nice. Yes. Mm. Nightlife and entertainment uh, in uh, number two. I think people, um, some people don't appreciate uh, the fact that, you know, like, I've lived in the Middle East and it was, uh, there's not a lot of freedom there. Yeah. You know, you, uh, in, in places like Qatar, you need a um, alcohol license to have the ability to buy the alcohol. Wow. And to get the alcohol license, you need to fit in a certain uh, bracket of how much you earn. And there's a lot oh. of restrictions on that. You oh, can't wow. publicly drink out here. You know, you wear... A but there's still some like time where you're allowed to buy alcohol. I think when? it's two to five. In yeah, Thailand, yeah, yes. yeah, but the, yeah, those are restrictions. But uh, that's what I mean. Um, you can still buy it before and after and stock up. But what I mean is, like, I can be wearing a sing a beer wife beater tank top. Please <laughs> never you know, wear that. Have my Leo on my left hand uh, and be drinking out on the street, and no one would stop me. Yeah, that, that, that's, they'll just look at you though and have yeah, thoughts. They'd be like, alcoholic, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, hey. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, at least yeah, true. Anyways, <laughs> authentic Thai cuisine. Everybody loves Thai food. Yeah, no Thai secret there. And affordable accommodation. Now, actually, a lot of people complained about the accommodation. They oh. said accommodation is expensive. Now, when I moved here to Bangkok, I think accommodation prices, especially in Asok, are ridiculously expensive. Depends on the area, I would say. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, outskirts of Bangkok, you can get yourself a nice villa for like 10 to 15K But a I month. think ever like since house, the pandemic, yeah, a house, though, yeah. Ever since the pandemic hit, I think the prices of anywhere in Thailand mm -hmm. have dropped Drop. significantly. But now, yes. Oh, now it's climbing. But now maybe. it's but normal. but still, it, I still feel like it's expensive. Like you're paying twenty thousand baht for like forty-five square meters. That's nuts in a Sok area. Mm. But this is like city center. Forty-five square meters. But if you go out That's to like Anut <laughs> or Prakanong, the price drops. It's very different yeah, price over. It there. is. Anyways, a couple of comments. CK said, friendliness of locals is part of the culture. So culture and history wins. Majid said, not listed on nature, green islands and beautiful beaches. I think we'd all agree that that is one of the highlights of Thailand. And Bjorn hit it on the nail. He said, nice climate. Nobody mentioned that apart from Bjorn, I think. Um, Thailand has amazing weather. 
Yeah. Talk to your cat. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna comment. It's go very and live humid. in Germany during the winter. Or okay, I'm not good with rather. cold. Yeah. But, yeah. There we go. But, but it's very humid here. I love that. That's what keeps the skin young. Right. Natty knows the secrets. Natty no, has not all really. the secrets. She actually said that a few times, so I'm just going to believe her on that <laughs> and right. embrace it. It's now time to address some of the comments and questions and mentions from the members. Enter the chat, mm -hmm. the voice of God. Hello. Oh, there she is. She's a bit mellow today. Mm. A bit mellow voice of God. What's going on? Oh, no, no, nothing. Um, oh. There's a question from Sick Puppy. Okay. What about the dog story? Yeah, bow wow, Jay. Yes, we had a dog story. I apologize. We didn't have uh, enough time to address it on the main show. But do you want to give a quick recap? Yeah, I do. What so, happened to the bow wow story? So a guy in a condominium, in a high-end luxury condominium, got fined 141,500 baht mm. for having a dog in the condo. Oh, now, no. typically, when you hear that story, you're like, why is the, the fine so high? Like, like what excessive. did he do? Yeah, it's excessive, right? But... This is the perfect example where you can't criticize until you know the full context. Mm. Okay. Now, the guy apparently knows that the rule of the condo is that you cannot own pets, especially yeah. not dogs. The majority of the condos here don't allow especially pets. Especially the high-end ones. Yeah, yeah. Okay. but he is a bit of a, I don't rebel. know, like a little bit of a rebel, I yeah. guess. And he just flaunts his dog everywhere. And he's like, look, I have a dog. Look, and then sometimes he just doesn't pick up after his dog. So there's oh, um, I hate poo -poo people like or that. feces everywhere. And he actually <laughs> takes pictures and then sends them off or something like that. So it's just a bit of an asshole. He is yeah. quite, yeah. <laughs> say that <laughs> i guess i don't know i mean sorry yeah continue but basically that's the wrap-up so he's not necessarily an so angel he's winding them up yeah so he, deserves he deserves it, it. So i was like, gonna say he deserves maybe it he was trying to get kicked out of the condo i don't, I don't know <laughs> well, for whatever so rich yeah for whatever reason but yeah but I'm glad it deserves that, it. I'm glad that the condo is really taking care of this because it's a cautionary tale for yeah. anybody who wants to break rules and actually kind of be ostentatious about it also like hey look at rules i don't care and just like continuously do it that's not very nice yeah mm. on top of that the dog owner actually like got mad at the condo and challenged them to sue him and so yeah they so sued him yeah suing. so now they oh, yeah him. okay right. bring it on he, i think he's got nothing really going on in his life and he needs some attention so therefore he's decided to do this uh <laughs> sad oh well yeah. um it is what it is because um yeah, I don't know where I was going with it. Bow wow. Too much time spent on bow wow. That was your bow wow story, sick puppy. Sick yeah. puppy cares about the puppies. <laughs> Aww. This is not a, this is a, yeah. All right, continue. Yes. Um, there was a comment that I got from Arena, and <laughs> she said, call them ladies, not girls. Yeah, Jay. Okay. We're ladies. Do you want to be called ladies <laughs> or girls? Ladies. Ladies. Actually. And if I call you girls, what are you going to, what, you wouldn't like that? No, we'll just much. resent you from inside. Oh, that's yeah. fair. Okay. <laughs> I, I respect your choices. And therefore, if you prefer ladies, I shall call you ladies. Mm. Nice. Thank just, you. Yeah. How about, can you call me ladies? I've oh, been no. criticized for calling someone ladies before. They were oh, like, why? Because they felt maybe they felt they felt nicer and they felt younger when I called them girls. Oh, then the, that's I an insecure. Really maybe they were insecure or maybe they, they were actually mature. But, you know, yeah, they, they wanted to be called girls, so I, see. I didn't want to offend, but I indirectly <laughs> did offend. You know your audience, Jay. <laughs> oh, you're my audience. <laughs> right yeah. now. Yeah. The abuse I deal with you girls. Sorry, ladies. Oh, the abuse oh, wow. I deal with you ladies on a daily basis. You already basis. messed up. Mm. Uh, oh, well. 
We forgive you. Moving on. Do I save you now? Okay. Uh, when you talked about uh, the story of the doctor slapping a kid. Yeah. Yeah, Sick Puppy said that doctor would require a surgeon if he did that to my kid. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, it is sensitive. It's a very sensitive topic, but I don't think any random adult has... Especially the, a doctor, though. Yeah, they don't have the yeah. right to just discipline your child. Yeah. I'm going to take matters into my own hand and just slap you. Literally. Yeah, everyone would just go beating up everybody. Like in the news, they said that there were like finger marks on his face as well. Was it that hard? It was wow. that hard. Yeah, he should be prosecuted. That's sure. uh, yeah, not mm. inhumane almost. Yeah. Mm. And when you talked about the floods and the heavy rain, John Peake said he was driving through the flood last night and there were trees over the road. Yesterday, I couldn't see the buildings from my condo. It was white, right? Mm. Yeah, it was, it was like I could see only like close enough to my condo and then the rest is like black. Like I was like, whoa, yeah. where are the buildings? Yeah. That's Same. how bad it was last night. Were you guys trapped anywhere? At home. Yeah. <laughs> trapped at home. Okay, yeah. <laughs> when we... Showed uh, Alekia's interview for Bangkok Buckets. We had a few nice comments from our members. Mike said, if you are good at basketball, they will find you. The people that you would want recognition for here, your though. career. Mm. Not in it's Thailand, not though. Sport, right? It's yeah. hard. It's difficult here in Thailand. Mm. Maybe in America, it's a different story. Yeah. But oh, de- oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, e- even in my school, there's, there's a lot of demand for it. But like... Um, like even in my school, like the biggest tournaments were for football, mm. and then yeah, basketball like every now and then. Even rugby thing. is big for international. Rugby, rugby depends if it's a British. Interna- I mean, you went to a British. Well, so did you, didn't you? <laughs> 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 I was just saying. Yeah. Yep. Shano Traveler said she is going places. John Peake said, "What a great lady! Hope she moves the world. Someone to look up to." Mm. Yeah. And for PG sure. Santa said, "She's really articulate and well-spoken for an 18-year-old." Mm, Absolutely, I agree. very smart girl. Okay. To the instant noodle topic, Shano Traveler said that cheap noodles feed the masses, so the increase in price would really, really impact the. Exactly. I feel the like the government thinks access. they're helping, but they're doing the exact opposite of helping right now. Yeah. Increasing burden. There's a Thai saying, actually, if you want to know how good or bad the economy is in this country, look at the sales of mama noodles. Because if the sales increase, that means the economy is down. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In the survey about, uh, what, what was the question? I made it, um, what, do you, what do you love most about Thailand, yeah. right? Uh, PG Sanda said, even, oh, okay, so Natty, don't take offense to any of this. Oh, even geez. people in Bangkok are nice compared to other city cultures. Oh, wait, that's not offensive. <laughs> but Sick Puppy goes, BKK peeps are s- s- snooty? snooty. Snooty. I guess. Some yeah. of them, not mayor. Sure, Natty. Yeah. <laughs> you should see her off camera. <laughs> are you also a Bangkok person? I am, yes. Oh, no. What does that mean? Nothing. <laughs> How about Very you, nice. Phuket person? What? Phuket person. Yeah, island boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then Stefan said it was a nice poll. What would you guys have picked? Um, I think food for me. I think still I would go with Thai people's friendliness because there's so many incidents where you see, uh, how to call it, like a car that just stops in the middle of the road for whatever reason, like maybe it broke down and people 
nearby would come up and like me like do you have anything nice. where I can help? actually I have a very nice story sorry no, no, I wanted go. to share so I went to Nan for Lagratong one time and there was like an old couple sitting there just like looking at the whole thing but not participating I guess they didn't know where to get the Gratong and stuff and there was like tourist police walking around with few of his men and you know people always have this like bad image of police including me sometimes I'm gonna admit to that and he just walked up to this old couple and was like do you want to participate and ask one of his boys to go find Gratong and walk them to the river and help them, you know, join the ceremony and the festival. And I thought that was very nice. I wasn't involved in anything, but I, w I saw the whole thing happening and that really stuck with me. And I, it really reminded me how friendly Thai people are. Yeah, that was a really good story. I thought I would like to share with everyone. Nice. Okay, quick, Jade, now it's wow. your turn. Uh, Which would have you have which one would you have picked? Um, probably, I, I, I would have not picked any of them. I would have probably commented and said freedom. Now, a lot, what I'll freedom. give you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Thailand is very free, as in I've lived in certain countries in the Middle East where I felt extremely restricted, as in the freedom to, I can just go out and buy, even buying alcohol. You don't realize it when you can't, right? Mm. If, if I, I can just go and buy anything I want from 7-Eleven. I can, um, I've been restricted from going to certain areas because they were family places and I was a single male walking around in the Middle East. Mm. Uh, so, you know, and, and maybe I look Indian or I had a beard. So, you know, uh, there's, very, there's, not a, there's not a lot of the racism here. Uh, like I've said it before, it's due to ignorance, but people here are very friendly. So yeah, freedom to do whatever I want, whenever I want, walk out on the streets late night. There's very little crime here. Uh, so there's a lot of freedom as a, as a person living in this country. Yeah. And that's it. Yay. That's it. Yeah. All right. On that note, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for sending your comments and uh, feedback. And we hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you have, please click the like button. We would really appreciate it. And comment after the live video uh, downstairs. It really helps the engagement. And uh, Downstairs? Yeah. Sorry, downstairs. Isn't downstairs down in the comment below. section okay. below. <laughs> As for now, I'd like to say thank you, Natty, Sarah, thank Voice you. of God, thank and of you. course, Hot and Chai behind the buttons. We hope you had a great day today. And we hope you have a great day tomorrow. And you can join us live again 10 a.m. tomorrow. So until then, see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.